0: The theme of the story is things that are problematic that are okay because I find them all very hot.
1: Welcome to Shipwrecks, a podcast where we recommend and review erotic fanfiction. I'm Audrey and with me here today are my friends Abby, Mira, and Kylie. In this series of episodes, we're exploring the Star Wars fandom. Today we're reading Abby's second Star Wars pick. The Locked Door, an Obi-Wan Kenobi slash reader insert fic by the wonderful Guardian Angel cast. And as usual, we have a themey little cocktail to go with it. So, Abby, could you tell us what we're drinking today?
2: Today we're drinking the Jedi Temple, a.k.a. the Shirley Temple, because Mira suggested geniusly that we needed a virgin cocktail. Um, (laughs) Which, when we get into this, you're going to hear, you're going to get it. Um, Which is essentially (laughs) grenadine... Fresh lime juice and uh, ginger ale, lemon lime soda, or ginger syrup and soda water. It's kind of whatever you got on hand. I do recommend going with the club soda and lime juice and just grenadine because it's mm, delicioso. And then put a fuck ton of vodka in it or gin or rum, whatever sparks joy, because you'll need it.
1: (laughs) I think it's very on theme to make the virgin cocktail. Look at it and then de it by <laughs> it
2: Yeah. It, so. Make it filthy, dirty girl. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I am ready for this story. Ooh.
2: <laughs> yep. Mama yep. Ready.
1: So, Abby, you picked this one. Could you set up the premise for us?
2: So, it's another reader insert fic, which is, again, normally something we'd be worried about. And I also, you know, tra- traveled back to our patron saint of smut. So, I think it'll be fine. <laughs> But you, the reader, are Obi-Wan's former Padawan. It's been two years since you officially became a knight and are now a diplomat-slash-mediator for the Jedi. You've just met up with your former master for the first time in two years, and it fills you with a sense of familiar comfort and calm. You've both been sent to the planet Sezakari, which is home to the largest army of Force-sensitives known to the galaxy. Having their allegiance would help turn the tide of the war, so it's pretty damn important that you get them on your side. After briefly talking with Obi-Wan and on your way to the negotiation chambers, you learn that, as far as you're aware, you're being sent in to negotiate with nothing to offer them in exchange, so this is bound to be kind of an uphill battle for you. Um, Around this time, we get a little bit of a flashback to when you actually met Obi-Wan and became his Padawan, which is pretty darn adorable. Does someone want to go into that?
1: I'll do it. It was super cute. So in this story, there is no Anakin Skywalker. The reader basically takes the place of Anakin Skywalker because you are the Padawan of Obi-Wan. Yeah, Upgrade. (laughs) Upgrade. And we we do know it's not Anakin because later we find out that you definitely have a vagina. So Obi-Wan talks about um, how proud he is of you and describes why he picked you as his Padawan. And... You kind of had a bad reputation as a very young Padawan, like you didn't follow the rules, you were rebellious, you were full of emotion and like very turbulent, which is obviously not good for a Jedi. But one day he saw you just ignoring Yoda while Yoda was giving a lecture, um, and, but reach out in the force towards this dove that is hanging in the rafters of the room that you're in, and he sees how gentle you are and was really surprised at the restraint that you were able to show and the skill that you're able to show. So he's like, "Hey, this little girl might not be a piece of crap. Maybe I will take her as my padawan." So he sets up this test for you. And the test is, he steals your most prized possession because padawans get one possession and you is have that a, a, a little, Rancor
2: plush? Yes, a
1: Rancor plush named Corey. So Corey That's the Rancor, so which is so cute. <laughs> yeah. Um, so he ha- you have this reputation for being very protective over your stuffed animal. And so he takes it, and he locks himself in a room, and the test is to see how you get into the room. Do you break into the room with the force? Do you brute force your way in with a lightsaber? And so he sits there, he cloaks his force signature, and he waits for you to come. And what you do is, like, he can feel you getting angry and realizing that your stuffy is gone, and then he can feel you go very calm... And then you walk up to the door and you just knock on the door and you <laughs> say, Master Kenobi, I think you might have something that's mine that you maybe took by accident. Can I please have it back? And he's so floored by this like display of restraint. He did not expect this in any way that he's like, holy shit. So he takes you as his Padawan and didn't, he additionally you.
2: He was shocked that you found him. Like
1: Yes, you were able to sense him and he was trying to cloak himself. But he said he wasn't doing a very good job of trying to hide himself because he thought you were a little kid and he didn't have to try that hard. He did because you are awesome. And so, yeah, he picks you um, and he describes that story and how you consistently surprise him and how proud you make him as his Padawan. Ah, Yeah, Yeah. I know. (laughs) And then you, the reader, because we're inside their head, are just like... But I'm kind of in love with the Obi-Wan Kenobi. <laughs> <laughs> but he doesn't know that because you are extremely good at hiding your emotions. And that is how you become Obi-Wan's Padawan.
2: The end. <laughs> <laughs> so the other thing that gets brought up, uh, your lightsaber isn't... You have a, a green. green lightsaber, mm-hmm. yes? Yeah, I just totally yeah. had a brain fart. Which is kind of uncommon, I guess, for what you wanted because you're like i want to be a badass and cut stuff and woo but you got a green one and so you're like boo-hoo, woo woo and so to, does anyone want to go into the different color meanings real quick just because like i mean i'm not super well informed i had to google it
3: yeah so the blue one means that you're more of a, like a warrior type and that you're a fighter the green one is like more empathic and so that allows you to be like courageous but also a leader and so but the other, I don't, I'm i not sure what the other ones mean. I should have actually Googled it. I didn't read that
1: I, article. I, I, I looked it up. There, there was, that. was a silly article. Yes. Yeah. So, um, so blue is warriors. Green is basically guardians, negotiators. Yellow is...
2: A hybrid between very the two, rare. Really.
1: Yeah, that's what Ray has. And then red is Sith, obviously. And then people try to make up a justification for why... Mace Windu has a purple lightsaber, <laughs> but it's really just because Samuel L. Jackson wanted technique. a purple lightsaber. You know, <laughs> if yes. you're
2: Samuel L. Jackson, you get the goddamn lightsaber you want. <laughs>
1: yeah, I know.
2: It's, br- it's It was a brilliant
1: request by him because in, in any fight scene, you know where Mace Windu
3: is, man. Like, he sticks out. It's pretty cool. It does. It looks badass when he like enters the battlefield, and there's just like hundreds of lightsabers, and then you see his just like walk yeah, through.
1: My <laughs> yeah. But they describe in this, um, which I guess is part of the lore that I wasn't really familiar with. That you go to get your kyber crystal on Ilum. Is Ilum how you pronounce it? Mm-hmm. Okay, um, and it's whichever crystal calls to you. So the reader was expecting a warrior crystal, a blue one, because she is so combative and emotional. But instead, she got a green one. But we know she deserves that green one because she knocked on that door for Obi-Wan. She's so smart. Mm.
2: <laughs> think about that cave, though, it's like you think it's probably very zen and they call to you spiritually. But in my mind, it's a, it's a bunch of, like, rocks that are screaming. And the one that screams, <laughs> the, like, a horrible mouth with googling ah! And you're just like, oh I'll take God. this one to shut it up. Like,
3: <laughs> That's horrifying.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I mean... Space wizards with some Jesus can be a little horrifying, so why not have some screaming rocks? (laughs) So, back in the present, you roll into the negotiation chamber, and Obi-Wan's there with you, and it's going pretty well. The queen is out of town, you're dealing with whoever she placed in to keep an eye on things while she's gone, and then there's like the uh, seating for the rest of the court that's kind of like lifted up out of the way. And things are going pretty smooth, all things considered. you got nothing to offer, but somehow it's working out. You don't really question it, you're just rocking it. And then suddenly, things get kind of quiet, and you realize that everyone around you is really focusing on what you're saying, but you realize they don't speak common, I guess they call it basic in this, which is really sad that they call it basic. (laughs) Like, if you're basic. She's like
1: pumpkin spice latte. Yeah.
2: Chandler (laughs) You're like, I'm basic. I mean, do you see that the
3: queen has just, like, these crazy nails? So pretty basic in that way,
2: too. (laughs) But she is catty, and I love it. Ooh, I love Um, her. So she shows up suddenly, and you're like, fuck, 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 fuck because things have been going good, it pretty much resets where you're at, because you're now you're negotiating all over again. And the game changes. The mood in the room super changes suddenly, and she starts just kind of like going into some normal stuff, and then suddenly she's like, well, we have our festival coming up that you Jedi have never deemed worthy to send anyone to participate in, which is a big deal. It only happens once every 500 years, and somehow you've all missed it, so, you know. Participate in the festival, and we'll join. That's all there is to it. And you're like, fuck, yeah, this, let's, let's party. Let's go play some carnival games. What's going on? <laughs> and fucking <and> Obi-Wan <laughs> is like pale and sweating, like, fuck, 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 no. And she starts going into details, and he kind of essentially cuts you off, and he's like, Padawan, get out of here. And you get, you're like bitch, what you just call me?
1: Ooh. Like, I'm grown now. <laughs> and so he and sends she's out of the church. room. she's in charge. She is the
2: negotiator. He she is, is the not, main person, yeah. yeah. He sends her out of the room, and she is obviously like, what did you say to me? He's so pissed. And so then he and the... Yeah, and then she leaves pissed. Like, will we leave pissed, I guess, essentially. And then Obi-Wan and the Queen keep talking, <laughs> and it turns out that, essentially, this is a orgy festival surprise <laughs> with a psychic sex arena <laughs> which is just (laughs) yes and so obi-wan's like no 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 it's against our creed we can't have sex we abstain which honestly hot take i didn't realize that they're supposed to be like the nuns of space like
3: yeah the like original yeah like the original jedi like their culture was to be like you know completely cut off from like emotion because it was just like shown as a weakness and only in the later Jedi's where there's not like that religion anymore. Are they like free will to do whatever they want? And I just Jedi are
2: crazy, I, yeah. No, it's important. I think George
3: Lucas very recently, way too late for
1: this story or all of the media, said that he did not want Jedi to form attachments, but that there was never a no sex rule. And everyone was like, What?
2: Mm. How come they weren't having <laughs> yeah, sex? What? But, missed opportunities dude
1: as i mentioned before george lucas is the antithesis of sexuality so i'm not gonna take his word on that
2: (laughs) so uh, the queen gets super sassy he's like well then why the fuck did they send your hot little buddy with you if that's not how it's gonna go down like they knew they your leader sent you here to bump uglies with your padawan and he's like no, 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 no. That's weird. Don't be that way. And she's like, no, she's way more prepared than you are to sacrifice, quote quote, than you are for the cause. And he's like, blah, blah, blah. She would fight for me and go to war. And you know, you know, she would in any position she was in, she would fight for me. And the queen super snaps back and she's like, That's not the only position she'd get in for you. And it ah. was <laughs> it was really like ooh, spicy. And so essentially the queen lays down the law, like, either. Like, I'll make some concessions for you. You don't have to fuck in my psychic sex arena, but you do have to fuck. (laughs) And you can either both fuck each other or fuck someone I assigned to you. Those are your choices. Or no deal. And how the psychic sex arena works is that they project through the force what they're the sensations they're feeling, like, aggressively. So it's like... It's like having orgasms all day. It's like two people fuck each other and then send that feeling to the whole arena around you. And it happens over and over again for the whole festival, and it's just a bunch of cherry popping virgins, mostly. of the people that are in the arena, but other people can participate. But they're like, I'll let you participate in your quarters, but to make sure it actually happened, you have to project it to us. So... For Those the closing are... ceremony. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's how it goes there. <laughs> Which is
0: what I'm going to call or- all orgasms.
2: Yes. Closing forth. ceremonies.
1: Yeah. I, I want to mention because it sounds a little contrived, and-, and it is a little contrived, but the queen makes a good point where she's just like, we feel like rejected by you that you guys have refused to do this for so long. And it is not me having a bee in my butt wanting you guys to fuck. It's I have to send people to die in your war. And if they do not think that you respect our culture and respect us as valid force users, mm-hmm. then they are like, I'm the queen. I can tell them what to do, but they are not going to respect you. They're not going to fight for mm-hmm. you.
2: Also, she's married into this culture. Just a little tidbit, too. Mm-hmm. She married. She was like a some diplomat's kid. She knew Obi-Wan long, long ago. I always thought there'd be a little baggage that'd come out between them but it never did Mm
1: -mm. no she's the best wing woman in the universe yeah (laughs) so so (laughs) she married
2: the king and he died now she's in charge so Mm -hmm. a little bit of background story so she's not a native so she's ruling but like she doesn't quite have the same power as if she was like born of their culture you know Mm -hmm. she she has an
0: excellent excellent manicure
2: yeah always like 20 inch (laughs) long nails it sounds like
3: and i love at the end how she like Sass's Obi Wan Kenobi for like dismissing you essentially. And she goes, Mm -hmm. I have a really good quote. She goes, Oh, she's your protege now? She grins, amusement flashing in her eyes. I see. Because we both have been referring to her as your Padawan up until the moment someone other than you decided to insult her. So I wasn't sure. Forgive me.
1: Whoa! Mm -hmm. So (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and she calls him out, she's like, You were a huge asshole to her and the fact that she did not tear this building down Mm -hmm. means she's a way better jedi than you (laughs) after the way that you treated her it was so cool
2: so essentially you're fuming in your room absolutely incensed but you've managed to like quell your your anger and you you're super pro having had a bit of a crush on your master for pretty much your whole life at masking your force signature which is something actually i want to get into is that i i felt like this story had more to do with using the Force in interesting ways, not like daily use, but then a lot of stories, because like, there's like magic and stuff going on and like a bunch of interactions that are really nice. And I actually have a quote that I really enjoyed that highlights some of the Force interaction they have, which is a little earlier in the story. I am so very proud of you, my former Padawan, he tells you quietly, and you feel yourself nearly swell with warmth. You're strong enough with the Force to subdue the sentiment before it bleeds into your signature, but you can't help the way that your face flushes slightly and the girlish little smile pulls at your cheeks. Like, just that thing, just like that she has to mask it, and then additionally, the idea of, like, brushing each other's consciousness with the Force was really nice, I thought. Like, Master Kenobi tilts his head forward just slightly, allowing his Force signature to brush delicately against yours for just a moment. The Soft periwinkles and lavenders of his energy swirling gently through your pastel seafoams foams and teals. It's like it was like a force hug, and it was like amazing. It was like, I thought so beautifully
3: written. And that was really the first time I've seen that type of like force interaction in Star Wars. And it but it felt so natural that I was like, yeah, that's been there this whole time.
2: I really liked it. Like it and for being like obviously the force is not a thing, but like you felt it, like it just felt very tactile, the idea that like swirling paints and stuff, it just was very nice.
0: Yeah, I really enjoy fan fiction that couldn't really exist outside of the universe. Like there's plenty of stories where you take, you know, the wizards away or something and it's just like a normal love story, but Mm -hmm. this uses the Force so beautifully and so frequently, like this is a Star Wars story and I just love that. Mm -hmm. So you're in your
2: room, you've masked your Force signature and you're trying to be chill. He rolls in and knows he fucked up, though. Like, he is very aware, especially after the conversation had with the queen, that he's kind of been a piece of shit. And so he grovels, and she can tell, like, she, us, I keep messing that up, can tell that you have some, like, that Obi-Wan's got some problems going on. And so she's trying to be his rock in the storm, really calm, reaching out with the Force to, like, put, like, chill vibes out for him. And she's like, drop it on me. Tell me what the hell is going on. Does someone want to go into what the hell is going on?
1: He's very timid and uncomfortable about this whole thing. So first, he knocks on the door. You invite him in. He looks at you. And then he's like, oops, I thought this was my room. And he leaves. Which. (laughs) 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 So what we know as readers is that he goes back and talks to the Jedi Council and is like, dude, they're trying to make us fuck. The Jedi Council is like... Well, whatever you decide to do, we'll keep it quiet. Sorry, because well, the blind Jedi die. Council totally fucking knew that this was going to happen. Totally. Um, and then just hangs up. <laughs> yeah, they're just like, bye. It's, <laughs> luck, it's bye. Mace. Yeah, it's Mace Windu being like, Yoda's busy. Yeah, do your best. Bye. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> Trillions of people will die if you don't, but okay, do whatever you want. Bye. And so <laughs> then he comes back to your room and... This time he comes in and he looks super fucked up. And so, yeah, you're like, whoa, I'm going to stop being pissed at Obi-Wan because he's clearly going through some shit. And he gives the most sincere apology I've, like, ever seen about the way that he treated you in front of the queen. He's like, there's absolutely no excuse. I don't even want to explain myself because it's like, I'm trying to give an excuse that was inexcusable. You have done nothing wrong. I have been fucking this up. This is really hard for me. I'm going through some shit. Please forgive me. I am sorry that I even let you sit for a couple of hours thinking that I am dismissive of you and thinking of you still as my Padawan and stuff. So
2: I want everyone to take note of how to apologize. It was the s so apology. <laughs> yeah. I was just like, take off your shirt.
1: But then um so you you still really fucked up. You're like, it's okay. I don't understand, but I care about you and obviously I'm not mad at you. And so he's sitting there, just like, with his head in his hands, just being like,
0: Ugh, and
1: you're like, okay, if I just ask you questions about what's going on, will you answer those questions? And he's like, yes, please ask me, because he cannot find himself, it in himself to say the words. So you get out of him that, yes, the queen wants you guys to bang. One thing he importantly doesn't tell you, though, is that you have the option to bang Sizikari people, Obi-Wan presents it to you the only option is mm-hmm. for the two of you to, to bang, which that's I want right. to ask you guys how you felt about it because how did how did you guys feel about that? It's kind of fucked up, right? I mean, uh, yeah. I mean It's kind of <laughs> fucked
2: up, but you you, you kind of are like, yeah, that's right. You know you want it. Like, I mean, she you're... really
1: does want it. It's again, mm-hmm. it's just like the Finn and Poe story where like right. when you know they're into each other, there's no problem at all, but like he doesn't know that she's interested in him. So it's like, dude, that was the it, way man. he
0: justifies it is that there's no way that he would do it with anyone but her, so it's either them or nothing, mm-hmm. which is a little bit more justifiable, but yeah, it's a little bit skeezable. I think
1: I have the quote um, because, yes, it I, he justifies it to himself that way, but what he tells her is legitimately a lie. So she says, you're sure this is the only way, you eventually ask. We either do this together or we go back empty-handed. That's it. No other options? <laughs> Obi-Wan takes exactly zero seconds to consider the implication behind his answer before confirming your assertion with a solemn nod. No other options. I am sorry, young one. So, like, that is a lie, right? That's a lie?
2: Yes. That's a total mm-hmm. lie, yeah. Well, it is isn't. it isn't. There's no other options because he won't participate otherwise, so it requires that both of them do it. So it's a little bit of a white lie, but I wouldn't say it's full on because the other option is they fuck other people, but to him that's a non-option. So maybe the
0: theme of the story is things that are problematic that are okay because I find them all very hot.
2: (laughs) You know what? This is why we're all friends. (laughs) (laughs) It goes on a
3: (laughs) pillowcase.
2: Merch. (laughs) But yeah, so after it comes out that it has to happen, you're like, well, you know, you're still talking about it. And then there's a knock at the door, and the queen has sent someone to be like, here's your outfits for the dinner party. We'll see you in a little bit. And he's like, actually, we need a little bit of time to prepare ourselves and keep planning. And he's like, no, I don't think you understand. Your bitch ass is coming to dinner. Put your outfit on. And he's like, okay. And so you guys go to dinner. And and what's interesting is that you're in your room, and then Obi-Wan goes back to change, and then you meet up, and he realizes his robes are a different color than most of the people's. Um, your robes are like black and clingy and sexy and silky and his are clingy and silky too but they're bright ass blue like the virgin mary (laughs) and and he's like what the fuck what the fuck going on here like and and it's been alluded to that maybe you've had a little bit more sexual experience than him by a little bit i mean like any any which (laughs) you know is a thing and so you're eating your dinner and you're feasting or whatever, and and, and and your character's having a great time. You're like, yeah, fuck it, whatever. I mean, the things are what they're going to be what it's going to be. It's not a big deal. Good
1: food. And yeah, they mentioned that you get seconds of food, and that's yeah. how Obi-Wan knows it's good because he's panicking and he cannot eat. He's just sitting there like wishing he was dead. Legitimately just wishing he was dead. Yeah. And he's like, the yes. food must be good because you got seconds. <laughs> I'm not gonna touch it because He's
0: like thinking about turning on his lightsaber like
1: into <laughs> yes. him. and impaling
3: himself. It. Yes, and then using the force to pull stars from the sky to impale him.
1: <laughs> yeah, he's like, I could pull a satellite out of orbit and make it hit me, please. Like yes. <laughs> Do, so, at what point did you guys realize the significance
0: of the colors of the robes? The second time I read it, because I was like, what did that mean?
2: Yeah. I understood mm. it, like, once it came out that the majority of people in the room were wearing black robes. I'm like, oh, ver- Mark of the Virgin, I see. Yes. Like- yeah, because yeah. he
1: said the people who were wearing blue robes were mostly younger, and the mm-hmm. people with black robes,
0: you
2: know, yeah, no I was one like-
0: no one of Obi-Wan's age was wearing a <laughs> black robe. <laughs>
1: Oh, I blue think it was robe, kind mean. of
0: clear, but I was too distracted by waiting for them to get it on to pay attention um, me to too, any words Mira. before no, that.
1: It was one of the comments that someone left at the bottom about the robe colors and virgins. And I was like, oh, yeah, OK, like, <laughs> ding, ding, ding. I didn't get it the first time. Yeah, because so I also was rushing. Yeah.
2: And debauchery <laughs> are happening. And so suddenly like, woo, 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 the main event begins. And you're like, OK. And so everyone's like, what's going on? And you're like looking at the arena which I'm not totally sure. I can't quite visualize the room if there's, like, projections of the arena everywhere and you're at, like, feast tables. I'm not sure. I can't quite picture the room for whatever reason. But Obi-Wan's like, wait a second. Everyone in the middle of the arena or around the edges is all wearing a blue robe. wonder what the fuck that's about. Derp, derp, derp. And suddenly (laughs) they start disrobing and fucking the shit out of each other. And it's virgin sex. And they start projecting it. And so the moment of penetration is painful, and he got to experience all of the virgin sex feelings, which sounds like they're very magnified and dramatic. And he's like, Oh my God, get me out of here. Oh my God, I'm fleeing. And he's like freaking out, like fumbling out of the room, like trying to get <laughs> as far away as possible. And you're like hot for it in that moment. Like you started like clinging onto him, trying to be in control. And you kind of like humped his leg a little bit. And he's like, <laughs> Abort, abort, get out. No. And so he flees and leaves your ass behind. And after you've, like, jizzed your pants as a lady all over the place and finally crawled out um, and find him back in the room, and he's, like, back in his normal clothes, he's like, I'm sure you dropped your lightsaber in the chaos. We'll get you a new one. We're not going back in. Get dressed. We're getting out of here. And you have your lightsaber, and you're like, what? Like, get it together. Yeah, like, you're like, I mean, it was a little intense and unexpected, but I didn't drop my saber, like.
1: <laughs> well, and it's interesting because he feels the woman being penetrated in a vagina that he does not have. So he just feels this painful sinking sensation. Yeah, it's it's off-putting and he has no context. So that's part of why he was that freaked out. Yeah.
2: And you're cool as a cucumber mostly other than being a little sweaty from like experiencing the good parts afterwards, I guess, you know, cuz it got better. But she was even you were even commenting like Well, it's not all like that. It can be good. Come on, calm down, calm down. It
0: wouldn't be like that with me.
2: Yeah. Mm -hmm.
1: (laughs) You come back and he's like, we cannot do that. I absolutely cannot do that. That was agony. And you say, because you know the trillions of lives are at stake, it's not always like that. And he said, how the fuck would you know what it's always like? Like, how, A, you've broken your oath, B, how many times have you broken your fucking oath, right? And so... You start which to I'm going to interject
2: out. here and have a moment of like, don't you sex shame. Don't you do it. Oh, yeah. Like, I got no, like, to rude He's, yes. There's
1: a jealousy issue, which we should talk about at the end. Which yes. will make it
2: like <laughs> kind of like a tasty zing. But the initial reaction was like, I'll punch you in the face. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Excuse you, Obi-Wan. So um, he, he gets pissy about the fact that you've had sex before. And you are you, you tell him, yes, I have done it. And it's not that bad. It will not be bad with me. Um, And so you admit to him that you've broken your vow and he reacts so alienated. Um, And he feels more alone in this in this situation than he did before, because now you're also telling him do it, you know, and and you're not a virgin. And so she's like, okay, that was a bad thing. Like, I shouldn't have told him. I feel like you felt like he deserved to know. But his reaction makes you feel like, oops, that was a mistake. And then he calms down and says, like, I have no real right to care whether you've broken your vow or not. Like, you are not my Padawan anymore, and I shouldn't care. But the fact that he's saying he shouldn't care kind of implies that he does care. And you're like, Mm -hmm. oh.
3: Mm -hmm.
1: (laughs) And so he's like, I have a lot to learn from you because you're the one who's willing to sacrifice for trillions to save trillions of lives, and I'm not. And you were assigned to lead this negotiation, and I was not. So I need you to negotiate. And you're like, what the fuck? And he's like, negotiate. Dirty negotiation Yes, time. <laughs> he's like, basically, you need to convince me to do this with you. Mm-hmm. And so she's like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Obi-Wan basically admits uh, he has no right to be mad at her for having had sex. And then he starts to go into a dad sex talk of like, I'm sorry if you never felt okay to come to me with any urges that you might have felt. And, and, I'm so, and, and she's like, oh, God, do not fucking talk to me like this. Let's just get the fuck off of this planet. This is so creepy. No, no, no. And then he starts to laugh his ass off because he's like, now you know how fucking uncomfortable I have been all day. Like this feeling <laughs> of creepy, like, holy shit. Please stop talking about this is my life right now. And so through that like laughing moment, they kind of settle down a little bit. And she's like, yo, meditate with me. And he's like, we don't have time. She's like, come on, man, just meditate with me. Cause she's trying not to freak him out. Anytime she tries to actually talk about what they're going to do, he shuts down. So they start meditating and she's not meditating. She's just thinking about how fucking hot he is. She's like, you are, <laughs> you are lovely. That's the words that she yeah. says, but she like, Tasty morsel. Looked- Yeah, and she's so used to repressing these feelings that she has, that she's just sitting there just letting herself think and feel those things that she's been holding inside. And he's like, la, 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 meditating, meditating. And then the more quiet he becomes, the more he can hear what she's thinking. And then at a certain point, he's like, um, your thoughts. <laughs> like, he's like, excuse me, like, I, he, I think you call, he calls your name, which we don't know what it is, because it's a reader. He says, Audrey.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, yes, Obi-Wan. <laughs> um,
1: she asks him, because he's freaking out again, if he just, like, jerks himself off, could he, like, imagine this that they were having sex and project that false reality out? And he's like, I don't know if I could do that. And she's like, you're the most powerful Jedi I've ever seen. I know you can do that. And he's like, no, I don't know if I can jerk myself off.
2: He doesn't Which say off. <laughs>
1: but he has never purposefully brought himself to completion before. And she's freaked out like, what the fuck? But she's like trying to pretend that's normal. So as not to freak him out, she's like, oh, yeah, 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 of course. Mm-hmm. And so she's like, maybe I can help you without touching you. And he's like, I don't see how that would be possible either. And then she touches him with the force on the leg. And he's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. This is super blasphemous. Do not use the force for this shit. Like, what the hell are you doing? Hell yeah, use the force for that shit. This is what (laughs) I've been
2: waiting for.
1: (laughs) She's like, (laughs) do you want me to stop or do you want me to go higher? And he's eventually like, go higher. And so she like grabs him and she starts to give him.
2: The force handy that we've all been waiting for. Beautiful. Uh. How many stories have I read looking for force sex? (laughs) Many. (laughs) Innumerable.
3: (laughs) Uh, So after she starts giving him a handy, she's like, okay, I'm going to give you a blowjob. Like, this is going to happen. And so she finally swings down to his knees and he like... I think she kisses him on the thigh and he like flinches away and she's like, no, 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 it's okay. And then she shows him like what she's going to do and he's like, oh, okay, yeah, you can do that. And then she (laughs) finally goes down on him starts giving him a blowy And so he's in like shock and awe and he like doesn't know what's going on because he's never felt this feeling before of like about to like come. He just like doesn't know what it's like. And so he starts freaking out and he like pushes her off and she's like, She doesn't know what to do um
0: basically at this point she's like okay you're going to come you need to start thinking about the image of me being on top of you so you can project it out to everyone like these are the closing ceremonies and uh he's having trouble with it so she kind of gives him an image of her lowering her herself onto him um and it totally works and he starts projecting and it's really convincing, like she can feel it. But in the middle of this, he's coming into her mouth, and all I can think is, Oh god, she's drinking it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and,
1: and he projects that thought out too. Everyone. And he projects
0: that thought out, and so it finishes, and he's like kind of like dazed and confused and feeling pretty good. And she's like, uh I think we're going to have to
2: have sex now. (laughs) And he's so out of it that he's like, okay. (laughs) And he's like, wait, wait, wait a minute. What? We have to do what? And you're like, so I think you unintentionally slipped that it wasn't vaginal sex, which is what we have to do. So time to get to it. So he's hanging out, and he's staring at you and his four signatures feeling super spaced out and chill, like, in a way that you've never felt it. And you're like... And so you wish you felt the same, but um, you're pretty turned on. You're having a hard time keeping calm, but you don't want to spook, spook the horse, so to speak, and, you know, run him off, because, you know, it's got to happen. And then also, at this point, it needs to happen for you. You're like, I can't fucking... I've waited my whole life for this, literally, pretty much. I'm getting it. And he's like, "Wait a minute, you're shaking." He's like, and you're like, "I won't die. It's it's fine. It's fine." And then it, you have to come clean that you're really, really worked up. You're you're so turned on, you don't know what to do. And he's reminding you that all Jedi must participate. And you're like, "Fucking, it, it's an excuse. I'm here. It's a little bit of thread I need to cling onto." And essentially, you you hop over him. You you fling a leg over him, and uh, you're super cautious about like. Is his business, making sure you don't accidentally touch it and jolt him awake.
0: He basically goes to finger her, and then she reacts so hard that he thinks that he hurts her, and he jerks away, and she's like, no, I need you, I need you to do this. And then he puts a hand on her head and reads her thoughts, and they're so chaotic that he's like, you need to settle down for a second.
1: So at this point, as soon as he gets into your thoughts... This is when we enter the super forced sex situation because then it's he's not inexperienced Obi-Wan Kenobi. He's Obi-Wan Kenobi in your head, knowing exactly what you need. So he immediately takes control and starts to go to town on you, which you are like, it's the best thing that's ever fucking happened to you, right? And he's not shy. He's just giving you what you need because he's in your head feeling what you need. And he's like, Jesus Christ, this is incredible. And you're like, because it's incredible. <laughs> Um, and then you're like okay wait 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 i am going to actually come and i need to project some kind of thing and he's like Nah, don't worry about it let them know <laughs> let them know what i'm doing to you and that i'm doing it to you with my mouth and she's like fucking shit so she like totally comes really really hard um and then she's just laying there kind of spaced out and totally in a daze and He just starts kissing her. He's thinking that she's lovely, as she she had been thinking that he was lovely. And it's awesome. So then she can feel that he's actually ready to have sex, which they're going to need to do. And she doesn't really want it to happen because she doesn't want this to be over, right? Like, this is the only time in her life she thinks she's ever going to be with him. She loves him. And so he sees her sadness when she realizes that he's ready to go again. And he's like, okay, what the fuck's going on? And so he reads her thoughts more deeply and realizes that she's been in love with him for a long ass time.
2: And that when she was with other people, she always looked for blue lightsaber boys Mm -hmm. that had kind of the same look as him because she missed him so bad to fill the void. Additionally, he fucks up and calls her his padawan during all this. And she's just like, fuck, yeah. Tell me, call me that. I'll call Call you master. You You call me slave. It's good. He's like, oh, you like that, do you? Mm -hmm. That's when shit starts to get wild.
0: Uh, So basically at this point, like all of your dirtiest fantasies are just basically his for the taking. And he's privy to all of your previous fantasies of him going down on you and going down on him while he meditates, trying to get him to break his concentration. All the positions that you used to fantasize about. And then he turns them and starts projecting back to you all of your fantasies, but with a new modern twist of uh, what's going on between you right now and how like you ended the Clone Wars by fucking and how you're going to go down on him as the ship autopilots itself back from this planet and things
2: like that.
1: Yeah, so he's basically telling you this does not need to be the end.
2: But yes. also, I got the impression that those were his fantasies.
3: Those were his no. fantasies. Yes, because oh. remember he has I mean, now they are. He Because remember he's talking about how like he's laying down in bed one time and he like starts rubbing a pillow against his crotch because he's like thinking about you. Mm-hmm. Yes, but he does not have those detailed fantasies
1: of the going down or whatever. He's just taking yours and recontextualizing oh, no, them into no, no, the no, future. no, I'm talking about
3: like when she's like giving him That's a That's an eloquent way of saying it. <laughs>
1: Yes, he does he does have desire for you, but he doesn't have what I would call sexual fantasies about you because he's too pure and innocent until ten minutes ago.
2: <laughs> <laughs> when you filmed him up real good. Yep. But yeah, the long and short of it is that you come through it all and there is some some sex and you end up projecting it and completing the mission. What's everyone's let's take a moment for the high points and low points, because it'll get into more of the sex. There's no fucking way it won't.
1: Yeah, well, do we want to say how the relationship works for you? And if oh. sex works for you, we usually do, but we don't have to.
2: No, I think you should. I think it's okay. just important.
1: Uh, I'm going to pause for a question specifically aimed at Mira. How do you feel uh. about middle-aged
0: virgins now, Mira? <laughs> I knew you were going to ask me this. <laughs> I think, okay, so... This virgin scenario works very well for me because, number one, he has a good reason for being a virgin, and that's because it's his fucking religion. It's their creed. Like, it makes perfect sense. Well, it's, it's not, not a fucking religion, <laughs> per se, it, but... It doesn't say anything to him, like, lacking in any interpersonal relationships. Like, this is the way his life is supposed to be. He's still a badass. And I feel like the author really handled it well where he's still super mature and like acts like a mature human being and a role model who would also be experienced in this way and it wasn't just like I don't know the limp noodle kind of feeling that I have gotten in other stories (laughs) where it's like how, how am I supposed to take you seriously as like a fully blown human if you never been blown? That sounds really judgmental. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't... I like my mentors in this kind of dynamic to be super capable, and I feel like others fail, whereas this super succeeds at him feeling like someone that you would still admire, even though he is not a coxman.
1: <laughs> well, mm-hmm. and she kind of... I mean, it's, it's a great premise because she has her cake and eats it too because he is... A virgin, he has that intensity and of experience of someone who's never had this before. But at the same time, he is very skilled because he's in your fucking head, and like he can, he can do do stuff real good. He can sex really. (laughs) Hughes is the force to sex good, like Finn in Kylo story. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) So, how do you guys feel the central relationship worked,
3: the Obi Wan slash reader? I had a really hard time at first with the central relationship because Obi-Wan was, like, just so put off by, like, the idea of having to go through this ceremony with you. And it was really disheartening because I thought he just, like, just didn't want to, like, break his vow and, like, didn't want to have sex with you. And then it turns out that he, like, actually, like, cares about you and, like, didn't want to, like, lose you. And that's why he was, like, so nervous and... That just, to me, like, made the central relationship work. But at the beginning, I was like, oh, no go. Like, get rid of this guy.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I thought that that scene where he breaks down and explains to her why he's so afraid, and he's like, I'm afraid I will want this again and again, and I'll never be able to have it again, and I'll spend the rest of my life reliving this moment, and it'll sour everything, you know? Mm -hmm. And that is the point where you're just like, oh, yeah, we got (laughs) a (laughs) bang.
2: Probably goes without saying that I'm very into the central relationship. (laughs) Oh, yeah. But there's a lot of good stuff there to, to, to unpack, not just... I mean, I agree that until that moment where he breaks down and explains that he'll be... He doesn't want to be left longing for something that could never be, like, even though he's kind of already longed for it, but once you've experienced it he doesn't think there's any going back
1: which he is correct because mm-hmm. he immediately he folds like a card table and it's like okay <laughs> we're gonna be together now
2: <laughs> yep but I, I this is really fucked up but i'm just gonna go into it because what else is left between us that's secret fucking nothing <laughs> i'm really in to like i didn't realize how into it until i read the story i was but i really like hold together older Specifically with men. Women I don't really have this as much with men. Mm. Older men. Really good. <laughs> oh, no, really like
1: older, older, of <laughs> Old,
2: older <men. laughs> no, like, like the thing is it's like mature, pulled together, like most of that is all figured out with him. And the power dynamic is weirdly good because you have so much like respect and loyalty. And then to turn that respect and loyalty into sex is just oh, real good. Yeah. And yeah. I can't quite verbalize that, but it's really good.
0: It's a really convincing relationship where you can tell that they have a lot of care and love for each other. Mm-hmm. Like they've been through a lot. They respect each other a lot.
2: And then turn into sex. It's, <laughs> yes. it's everything we ever wanted, genuine. Abby. hmm <laughs> just- piled up into a little sundae there
1: and for Mira's benefit it's a blonde guy this time
2: true hey, hey. <laughs> cheers the only <laughs> negative is the virgin thing but we overcame that the story overcame it for i good. mean
0: mm-hmm. also it's fairly problematic because like he meets you when you're a freaking kid and he's your mentor as- uh, but
2: yeah yeah age gap doesn't matter as long as everyone's of age to consent when it happens in real
0: life it's super fucked up. In fantasy life it's everything. Oh, how old, I've ever but how wanted. old is he?
2: How old is he?
0: When it he doesn't better. matter, you're a child. He's like
2: he's like thirty-eight
1: <laughs> and you're probably I don't know what t- what age you are when you graduate from Jedi Academy. He
2: meets you when
0: you're like ten or something.
2: Yeah, and was he like twenty two when he picked you up? Like
1: Yeah, he was very young when he picked up Anakin.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like he wasn't like 45 it's like a, or something
1: it's
0: a fa- it's like a father daughter mentor relationship that turns into something else in this case so happens.
1: because we're in their heads we know that he did not have any conscious thought or attempt to anything romantic before
0: she was right no longer it's fairly retirement. legit but if it happened in real life you'd be like Woody Allen Great, yeah,
1: and it happened in real life. We'd have no way of knowing, and we wouldn't believe that things had stayed pure for that long. But in this also, case, there's a power
0: do. dynamic there that's you know, well, potentially... she's already graduated. We could talk about this all week. Yeah, and but... she's, she's
1: the sexually experienced one. I think this mm-hmm. is actually really well balanced because, in a way, the power dynamic it's is all in her the favor fault. in this. No, oh my god,
0: Mira, <laughs> she's, she, playing, she's driving
1: have another glass
2: of wine, Mira. I'm liking this. <laughs> <No>. <laughs>
0: I'm just saying, in real life, this, regardless of who initiates, the power dynamic is uneven because of how their relationship starts. And yes, there are issues. I'm but hot for it. For a story. <laughs> I'm sorry. I fucking love it. It's one of my favorite tropes, which says a lot about me.
2: I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm glad that I'm playing to my audience accidentally here, but Indeed. I'm not alone.
1: <laughs> I don't think that them doing it is. I don't think the power dynamics an issue in this just because we have all of this context that there was nothing before. There was absolutely nothing before and she's experienced and he's not. So there is not this huge imbalance to me. The two things I think that are problematic are, um, and I still love it and it's still hot, but is him not telling her that there was an option to fuck someone other than him. And then also his extreme jealousy that she's had sex before.
2: Mm. (laughs) But that... (laughs) But then the thing oh, that comes just up, jealousy. it's that he's like, well, damn it. If we were going to break, if you're going to break the vow, it why couldn't have been with me. We could have broken it together. Mm-hmm. You yes, know, like, which is adorable.
1: But he mm-hmm. wouldn't, he wouldn't have actually done it at the time in that context. True. But that is adorable. Yeah.
0: I think it's partially jealousy. But I think the other thing is like, this is our creed. And like, I'm supposed to be your teacher of this thing that controls our lives like this is the greater good that we have sacrificed ourselves for and i can't believe you broke it and threw that away like he's hurt by that but there's a part
1: where they're actually he's also like, jealous yes when he's coming down on her she's like having crazy chaotic thoughts of this is the hottest fucking thing ever and he's he calls her padawan and he's like do you like that and she's like, yes, I like everything about you. You are the best Jedi. You are a like, you are amazing. Everything about you is great. And he's like, oh, you're very agreeable. He's
0: like, my my, you're very agreeable. Yes, like, but this like,
1: were, were you were you disagreeable with the other ones? And he's like, getting like he's bringing it up. And I'm like, that's that toxic shit. And luckily, she's too busy like getting her rocks off at that point. But that would be the point where I'd be like, yo, dude, like pump the brakes. Like, excuse me.
3: We don't <laughs> Again, lose. in
0: fantasy worlds this is attractive in real life
3: not so much red flags everybody learn
2: (laughs) (laughs) but speaking of that that going down scene though real good like he holds you down with the force makes you stay stuck force bondage ladies (laughs) yes i was
3: like what an easy like cleanup like you don't have to get any straps you don't have to get any equipment out you're just like Phew, there's the Force. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but yeah, like, this whole scene is really good where it's just like, Obi-Wan groans deep in his throat and holds you perfectly still under him as you come with a ragged, hoarse wail of his name. Giant waves of white-hot bliss beginning to radiate through the Force from with you with spectacular power. The contractions are so much more pronounced when it's one of the only sets of muscles in your body he's granted you permission to move. It's like everything is concentrated and multiplied there because of it. You can feel each individual spasm of your floor muscles as they convulse against his tongue. How each blazing shot of ecstasy that shatters through your body brings more and more wetness from your cunt into your master's mouth. Like... Let's talk about force bondage, writers. We want more of this. I looked... I looked for some <laughs> freaky, four shit, and this is the only one. That was up, maybe they're out there, but they weren't the word count. So maybe up your word count to thirty K, so I can find you. Maybe you're there, but.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so do people want to do high points and low points, or does anyone have anything they want to say about the central relationship
0: first? I just want to talk about sex for the next twenty minutes. Well, is that maybe your <laughs> high point? <laughs>
1: uh... I have my high point. Money. If you guys want it.
0: Go for it. Okay.
1: So my high point was um, a specific sexy thing that happened during the sex, which is that Obi-Wan's in the reader's head basically the entire time they're having sex and even during the lead up to it. And there's a couple of times where you as the reader's thoughts are so like smutty and dirty that he like tells you to pump your brakes. And it's really hot when he's like, excuse me, like, so here's one, like, as he's, like, after he has finished um, eating you out, and you have that crazy orgasm that Abby just described, This, these are your thoughts. Never, ever, ever, ever has anyone done something so mind-blowingly sexy to you. Nobody ever. He's a virgin, you frantically remember, as Obi-Wan purrs softly into the folds of your pussy while it comes all over him. Your thoughts, young one, you can just barely make out his voice, remind you gently, just as gently as he sucks on your clit through the aftershocks, somehow sounding even more aroused than he did before. It's like several times you think extremely, extremely fucking smutty things, and he's just <laughs> there to be like, dude, like, I can I hear, can this. hear you. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> I can hear you. Just a reminding of like, dude, I am hearing this. But it's very gentle just being like, wow, you're really into this. Like, I don't know why, but that was super hot.
3: It was so (laughs) So hot because it's also like reaffirming for him that she's like, oh, yeah, I'm into this and I want all of it. (laughs) And it does seem to his credit,
1: yeah, to his credit, that was extremely important to him, too. Um, And my low point is that it ended.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I I admit there could have been follow-ups just sexy travel plane time whatever they need to do more of this relationship would be great Mm -hmm.
3: for my high point in my notes I just literally wrote the sex bro (laughs) 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 and I I guess my low point is that they're it's the story wasn't long enough. Like, you find out at the end, as a little teaser, that the festival is supposed to go on for six more days. And I wanted, like Audrey said earlier, five more chapters. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and then I want a cute epilogue more than I've ever wanted a fucking fluff, cute epilogue in my goddamn <laughs> yeah. life. Yeah.
1: Because how is this going to happen? So he says to you, I am never going to leave you now, which is awesome. But how is that going to work? He's like, he thinks you can get reassigned to Coruscant to lead the Sizukari, um integrating into the larger army. So you'll be together, and is it going to be secret? Or are you going to just be like, Mace Window, you made us fuck, and now we can't stop, so it's your fault, you hide it. <laughs> are they going to change the rules? I have no idea.
0: Mm-hmm. They make him erect a purple palace that they can just <laughs> bang it out in. <laughs> <laughs> The story is called The Purple (laughs) (laughs) Palace.
3: Get to writing, Mira. Oh,
2: no. All right, well, I'll go with my high point and low point, if that's cool. So my high point was, well, the sex was really lovely and consensual in both ways, which was nice. It was probably one of the more, I don't know, like just the female pleasure was really top tier in it, but it didn't feel too greedy or too, it was very balanced, which I enjoyed. So I like a bit of back and forth between both partners. Like, whatever gender you are, there's just gotta be equal loving for everyone. Everyone's gotta get something out of it. Also, all of the fourth stuff, like, it was just so textural and colorful and nice. Like, not just the sexual relationship was great, but, like, their emotional relationship was really deep and well-established. I crossed a few lines that are a little forbidden, but that's what made it tasty. Um, (laughs) But my low point was, I got a little tired, and it was. This is like being very nitpicky. Is like it was the best older virgin story I've ever read, top of everything. But his resistance got a little old after a little bit. But then once again, once the whole everything came out, that he's like, oh, I don't want to taste the forbidden fruit and have to not taste it again. I was like, well, fine. That was great. It was worth the build up.
1: Um, I I thought it was so cute because I just could so easily picture Obi-Wan like mm-hmm. Ewan McGregor just being like, no, 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 no. What the fuck, what the fuck? I wish I was dead. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. And so it's
2: like it, it felt a little extreme to me, but yeah. Having read comical. the whole thing now, like it's a whole picture, I like it now. Like there was moments I where disagree. I disagree. Really? Ooh. I feel like he's he's a religious extremist. Like this is
0: his whole life philosophy. And he I mean There's kind of a sunken cost fallacy, too, because he's like, I've been going all of these years repressing this like it's too late. I can't go back. This is my life. This is my creed. This is what I truly believe in. I can't stop now. I can't give this up. It's just a huge thing. It's his entire belief system. It's his entire identity.
2: I I guess I choose to look at it like we're going to jump to the end of the story, but it's not healthy, right? to repress those well, things to the degree they do right of course not, so in my heart of hearts generalize. like what happens afterwards is that it ushers in a new era totally what i feel in in my head 100 that would be nice but like it ushers in an era like where like you know like priests can get married and like fuck it's important
0: <laughs> i think for him it's a real crisis of conscience, and it fuck happens so quickly like it, it's hap- they have to decide in what like 15 minutes like i mm-hmm. feel like he would freak out about it and it would take some resistance he didn't he didn't put up that much resistance
2: Wash those dolls considered. together
1: <laughs> do you guys think Sorry. um so, so they talk about how not only was this the first time that he had sexual encounter with anyone but that this was his first orgasm
0: mm-hmm. ever yeah She mentions that he takes it to the most extreme interpretation of, I don't know if they have a text or whatever, but yeah, he won't even get himself off.
1: I I just feel like the force has to be involved because if you refuse to jerk off, my understanding from junior high health (laughs) class is that you will have wet (laughs) dreams instead and you will still have orgasms. But like this one was like literally he had not.
0: It said that he never brought himself to completion. I think are the exact. Maybe she did but though. But later,
1: later though, no, later it says um, that she has to coach him through his first ever orgasm. Oh yeah. Okay.
0: okay. Yeah, <laughs> not, <that's what> <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. Just to let people know, biologically, it'll happen whether you want it to or not. If you're a man.
3: Oh.
1: Kind of if sucks. you're a woman, I think it takes a little bit more work.
3: <laughs> well, of course
1: it does. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Too much work for me, that's why I'm straight. Five hundred thousand thousand pages of <laughs> smut a, a week to keep up with this, trust me. <laughs> it takes a little bit of effort.
1: <laughs> if you're a woman, you come to the right place. <laughs>
2: <laughs> what what was your high point? Mir, what was oh, your high me. point? Me.
0: Me. Um my high point, I really appreciate the tension and the conflict. I feel like in a lot of these stories the conflict is just the characters don't have enough bravery to tell each other how they feel like you know that they're gonna bang it out and you're just waiting for them to catch up with the fact that they're gonna bang it out and the stakes aren't very high but this actually had a plot that kind of made sense for why they would resist and there's so many tasty crossing of boundaries like yep yep mm-hmm there's the student master thing, mm-hmm. there's the religious thing, there's the mm-hmm. admitting the true extent of her dirty, dirty thoughts mm-hmm. and all of her misdeeds. Mm-hmm. And there's also some like serious exhibitionism thrown in there. Like you have to project the first time you're having mm-hmm. sex. Like that's pretty
2: intense. <laughs> all this in 30,000 words. <laughs> we cost um, a lot of good.
0: And I love their connection, like, you can tell that they really care for each other. Here's some unsolicited life advice. Like, hot sex isn't necessarily about positions or accessories or anything like that. It's just being super connected to your partner and enjoying them enjoying themselves, I feel. And I think the story did a really good job of just showing that, like, they care deeply about each other and each other's pleasure, and like, they're actually getting inside each other's heads to kind of get them there. And I just thought it was super, super hot.
2: Yeah, it was nice to see the other side Mm -hmm. of the coin because like hot sex is hot sex, and like, claps for that. It's good, but then there's the emotionally deep hot sex, which is like a fine line. me
0: to really connect to a story i can read you know kind of logistics of putting the p in the v and i feel <laughs> unmoved <laughs> my low point as i kind of already mentioned is just i feel like a bad person for liking it despite the fact that their relationship is kind of problematic mm. audrey thinks it. i'm wrong so
1: i'll run yes, with I that i disagree that it's problematic <laughs> so it's okay you have my blessing thank you <laughs>
2: This is from the patron saint of Smut. It's already blessed by the Smut gods. It's fine. Mm -hmm. Oh, I I have a little prayer candle lit over here with her face on it.
0: (laughs) I really like the part where the author kind of makes fun of themselves where the reader insert character is like, this situation is so completely ridiculous. Like, I must be dreaming because why is this thing happening where I can have sex with him? This is too convenient.
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah that was funny um so I have a question for you guys cause everyone's kind of seems to agree that this is really hot for Abby and Mira who were here for rough day is this hotter than rough day
2: I think it was hotter for me
1: Abby I agree rough day is more but this Mm -hmm. is more intense so it's like oh my god i am blown away you guys haven't stopped talking about that story rough days rough days amazing (laughs) i mean like it's like would you like three bites of a really fucking great hamburger or would you like a whole buffet of some pretty damn good stuff that's a rough day
0: would be (laughs)
2: There's just so He managed it. to make buffets sexy. <laughs> 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 buffets are
1: sexy. I love myself and I
2: like a buffet. <laughs> no, but I will again, Rough Day has got a lot more going on. It's a longer story. It's more drawn out. I feel like it was always meant to be longer format. So there's not as much in there, but it's not a force story. It's definitely a Star Wars story, but like he's not a force user, so it's yeah the four
0: sex pushes it over the edge also just the tension (laughs) like you don't you don't feel like you're gonna you don't feel like your heart is going to break if mando doesn't bang you i mean i feel like that in normal life but in this story (laughs) (laughs) every time i wake up and i realize it's not my life and my heart breaks a little but (laughs) (laughs) this is really emotionally intense which i think kind of pushes it over
2: it's so beautiful. Great I'm job. I'm going to ask cuz I just can't wait. I did you all like it? I got to no. know. Oh, I loved oh, it. <laughs> <laughs> cuz I was like reading, reading, reading and I I I'd been I tried to avoid reading this one cuz I didn't want to double dip on the same author, but I'm like, you know what, fuck it. I like the I like the idea. It's a different, you know, character that we've explored. Let's try it. And then it had all the things I was looking for because if I to be fair, I'd been looking for Han and lando slash which none of them are the word count i need so if i couldn't have that i was gonna get some freaky force shit and i found it i
1: found it yeah holy <laughs> shit dude this fucking shit is
0: crazy yeah <laughs> I'm just a hangover now
1: like oh this this woman is not a professional writer she like has a life she no, didn't stop thing. having that life. I know. <laughs> it's like, know. I wish I was a I wish I was a 16th century lord so I could just be her patron and take, just... Yeah, right?
2: Same. Yeah. She's getting <laughs> I would have killed it as a 16th century lord, let me just say. <laughs> I would have had the best situation for my serfs. They would have been serfs, but it would have worked out.
1: <laughs> the logistics would have been airtight. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: So um, everyone would recommend this to others? Yes. Oh my god, yes. I don't doesn't. care what you're into, read it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so Mira, I think you're up with our next story. What are you going to do to tap this one? You're fucked.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'm going to go ahead and tell you right now that this is more of a slow burn and it's a bit more of a sweet romance, so prepare yourselves. Okay. Okay. Um, that being said, I really enjoyed it. Uh, so the name of this story is Separate Ways by Pepper Prince. And the pairing is Luke Skywalker and <gasps> the Mandalorian. What the
2: Oh, my God. <laughs> Mira. <I'm so>
0: <laughs> I was trying real hard to find something from the original trilogy. Uh, But, you know, I can't resist me some Mando.
1: (laughs) It's It's got Luke. It's kind of original trilogy. Nice. So this.
0: this is the best of both worlds. And here's the summary provided by the author. With Moff Gideon defeated and the Darksaber reclaimed, the rumors of the newly named Mandalore Din Djarin spread through the galaxy, along with the stories of the child he carries with him. Determined to meet him, Luke Skywalker arrives on Mandalore, but before he can get any closer, he has to prove himself worthy of Mandalorian standards. Ooh, I'm
1: excited. <laughs> this sounds good. Get so ready. This does this sound,
0: does sound so good. good. Trigger warnings? No. I don't remember anything that you'd really need to watch out for. It's kind of a found family story. It's on the sweeter side of things that I recommend. So whoa, 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 whoa,
2: family story. There is sex, though. Yes. Okay, I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa,
3: whoa! I didn't come to The G (laughs) thirteen. Baby Yoda
0: is in the story. Well, that's basically what that means, but not in the sexy parts. Okay, I was like, oh oh God, no! You've been here before, Abby. You've been in the Mandalorian experience with us. It's fine. fine. (laughs) Thank
1: God, babies sleep eighteen hours a day because Mando needs about
2: eighteen hours a day. (laughs) Oh man.
0: Yes.